Hey, I'm Natalie Abbott. And I'm Vera Schmitz. We are sisters who host the Dwell Differently podcast. We help you memorize and meditate on one Bible verse every month. And all month long on our podcast, we talk about what that verse means, why it matters, and how we can apply that verse to our daily lives. Hey, welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Abbott, and I got my sister Vera over there making faces at me. What's up? Guys, this is why you don't have a podcast with your sister, because she's going to be a little crazy. And then you're going to have to rein it in, because I'm an older sister and I have to be responsible. I feel like I'm typically the one reining things in and the more responsible one. Lies. Why are you telling lies? That's true. (laughs) I'm by far the most responsible that's probably actually true. Although I feel like I have to be responsible on the podcast because it's yeah, like I have like true. a. So here is the space where you're silly and I have to rein you in. That's but true. In real life, I kind of am more the silly one. It's true. I like ridiculous things, apparently. <laughs> you According like puns, to old people. dorky jokes, that kind of thing. Yep. Love. I love it all. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's let's dive into our verse. We're talking about treasure today. We're talking about Matthew 6, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. You got to say it. It's so good. <laughs> Vera always says it's so good every time. In fact, you should hear her when we pick verses for the year. We like sit down and we pick verses and it's like, oh, it's so good. Oh, that one's so good. It's so good. I want them all, mostly all of them. I will say I prefer the shorter verses. They're easier Mm -hmm. to design. But this one, it was almost a treasure chest. Just kidding. No no pirate jokes are welcome here. (laughs) Hey, tell us about the design. Tell us about the design on this one. I personally love it because of the leaves around it. I just think that it's the perfect, perfect design to um, really tell the story of our earthly treasure in a way, you know? So like when everybody's, not everybody, many people's favorite season is the fall. This is what this first design makes me think of. Why? Because these leaves turn to these bright, vibrant beautiful colors, but really what's happening is they're dying and they're going to fall and the winter is going to come. And so it's- Oh my gosh. I didn't realize how dark it's this dark verse and design was. It's true, right? And, and you know, there's more uh, to it than that, but that's uh, what it makes me think of is like when we put our hope in these fleeting things, like the three days that the leaves are beautiful, that everybody's like, oh, my favorite season's fall because the leaves are turning. I'm like, for a total of 36 hours- you wait all year for the 36 hours that then like that signifies death and then they fall off the tree. And then winter comes and everybody's sad. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, anyway, all that to say, I think it's just a good, a good picture of the truth of the verse. All right. I was definitely not seeing it that way. I was thinking of like, you know, when crisis our treasure, it brings like new life. So I'm going to, I'm going to reinterpret your negativity with a positive spin on the you first design. You can totally see it that way. That was not It intended. also is that. <laughs> it was, all, no, honestly, I don't think that was the original intention, but that's how I have seen it as the leaves have turned. I'm like, well, this is very true. I didn't know you were such a pessimist about the fall. I'm actually not. I am that person that's like, I love the fall. I love it when the leaves turn. I love but pumpkin it, spice latte. I don't actually, but I'm looking out my window right now and like I see these yellow trees and I know that 10 days from now it's going to be all gone and that is sad. 
Mm. Okay. I, unfortunately, I tend to be more pessimistic. I hate to confess that about myself, but I'm that person who's like, you know, three days into um, Christmas break or something. I'm like, I only have two days left instead of being like <laughs> treasuring the moment. So. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of treasure, mm-hmm. let's talk about our verse. Okay. So if you read it in its context in Matthew chapter six, if you haven't listened to the teaching podcast, go back and listen to that because there's just so much in Matthew chapter six, even in chapter five and seven, where Jesus is is highlighting the significance of what we're living for. You got two ways that you can live. You can live for earthly treasure or you can live for heavenly treasure. And he says it most succinctly in this verse, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And he gives you two choices. There are only two choices. You either follow him and you seek heavenly treasure or you follow the the ways of the world and you seek earthly treasure. You want, you know, you're building up your actual real bank account. But Jesus is like, no, 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 no. Put your treasures in heaven. And he explains that the, the kinds of earthly treasures that we have are insecure. Can't take it with you, right? Any possible thing, whether it be a person, fame, success, um, you know, your bank account, your vacation, your car, your house, whatever, like anybody who's bought a new car. And then eventually you're like, I hate this car and I want it to die. I want, I want it to, I want it to die so I can buy a different car. Cause I hate this car. It smells bad now. <laughs> we know that this is what's true of what we get on the earth, right? It's fleeting. It's passing. It's temporary. And it ultimately, here's the real kicker, doesn't satisfy us. But Jesus says, instead, seek heavenly treasure. Or he goes on later in this passage and he says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And then all these other things, these things that you worry about, that make you anxious, that you, like, you're trying to keep and pile up, then you'll have the things that you need, right? I'll take mm-hmm. care of you, but there's a right order. There's a treasure, like your treasure in your heart, your most important thing. Make it me. Make it mm-hmm. the Lord. Okay, so... That's what we're talking about today. Vera, tell yes. me about a time when you lost something that you treasured. Have you ever lost something and you just keep hoping to find it? Mm. Like it's something as silly as an item of clothing. So <laughs> yes. I I have <laughs> This is a very like weird thing, but I still am reg- it's been a year now. <laughs> I'm still regularly looking <laughs> Confessions for a with pair Vera. of workout shorts that I bought at a secondhand store. Okay, and they're I don't even like these shorts. I don't like them because they're biker shorts, but here's the deal. I like to jog with my phone so I can listen to like uh, either a Peloton workout or put music on to run. Well, I like I can either strap my phone on my forearm, which I'm not going to do. I can jog with it in my hand or I can wear biker shorts, which are the worst in my opinion, (laughs) and put it in the biker short pocket. Uh, Um, uh So I refused to pay full price for biker shorts. So I bought them secondhand, but I bought a nice pair. I bought a Lululemon pair from the secondhand store. And then Matt and I, my husband went on our 10 year anniversary trip and I brought the shorts with and I left them somewhere. Again. And I have, I'm like, no, there's no way I left these shorts. I have these shorts somewhere. They are in this house is what I keep telling myself. I go looking for them probably, I'd say once every two weeks, I like 
open up all the bags again and wow. you know dig into my where my swimsuits are and into my PJ drawer thinking that surely I just folded them and put them in the wrong spot. Wow. You know this is the thing. Yeah, this is know, the thing that I have lost. <laughs> Jesus micro shorts. Jesus tells a parable about a woman who loses some money and she like sweeps <laughs> the whole house until she finds it. This is you right now. This, is, this you. is me with the biker shorts. You with the biker shorts. Wow. I feel like you're the kind of person right now that you would sell everything for this treasure <laughs> that you found in a field <laughs> or in a secondhand store. Okay. 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 I love it. I love that story. Okay. But the reason I bring that up is because I think we all have things, probably things that are more important than that. So the other more important thing is I also wore a piece of jewelry on my wedding day that was oh. my grandmother's. Also, can't find that. Uh, for t- for over 10 years now, I have been thinking it might be in that one pocket in that one suitcase. It might be in that one, like all of the one places I have looked and looked and looked and looked for this treasure. That really is a true treasure. Like- of course, I would do anything to have that back. Mm. This is getting real here, guys. I will say when I was a kid, I lost my blankie. And I still am like, that was like one of the saddest days of my life. Like True. it definitely was my, the saddest day of my life up until that moment. But um, yeah, there is something about earthly treasures, you know, things that we that are tangible in our lives or even things that are sort of like, you know, the people in our lives are are such mm-hmm. great treasures to us. And and certainly they are valuable and we can have a heavenly treasure in people. But just thinking about these things that Jesus says, this is what an earthly treasure can do for you. It can get stolen, it can rust out, or you can lose it. Like these things are not safe. So one of the questions, we we always send out a card um, to our group members and, and, and any member of Dwell can can have these questions because we have them in a digital in our digital men- membership. But one of the questions that we asked this week, which I think is so powerful when we're thinking about this verse is, how is your heart in danger when it loves earthly treasure? So where your treasure is there, your heart is. So how is your heart in danger when it loves earthly treasure? And what types of things you find yourself doing to protect your earthly treasure? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the things that you're like, I can't lose this, or I can't, this can't get broken, this can't be stolen, you know? And again, it might be, it might be your reputation, might be your, you know, fame. It might be your Instagram profile. It might be who knows what. But like, how is your heart in danger when you love earthly treasure? And what types of things do you find yourself, Vera, doing to protect earthly treasure? Mm-hmm. That's really uh, that's the gets to the heart of it. Um, I would say that your heart is in danger because when you tie up into things. Those things can come and go at any moment. Right. You have no control over them. For instance, like when I always tell my boys, this is actually the word I use to tell my boys. I tell them all the time. If I'm tucking them in at night, I always say, you know your mommy's treasure, right? Like I tell them that. Those are the exact words I use. But how do if I if I tie my heart to my kids and I elevate them above Jesus? It gets twisted pretty fast, right? Mm -hmm. I think that there's, you know, especially with parenting, you try to control, 
You try to do your very best. You don't want to mess them up. All of this stuff that feels like very full of pressure. And that is it was never the intention. The intention is for me to, they're not mine, they're God's, to rightly order my priorities, Jesus first, then my kids, and remember, I can only do my very best in pointing them to Jesus. Mm. I have no control. Eventually, it's going to be their choice to follow Jesus or to not follow Jesus. And when I remember that order and I treasure first my relationship with Jesus, it frees me from my heart being tied first to my kids. You know, Jesus in this passage actually goes on and talks about how we shouldn't be anxious. Um, and we shouldn't worry, like, uh, like um, worry about what we'll eat and what we drink or what we'll wear, um, that, that, you know, our Heavenly Father takes care of those things. We shouldn't, you know, look at the, the lilies of the field or the birds of the, of the air and how God protects and takes care of those things. And then he goes on and he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added to you. Mm -hmm. So when your heart is loving Jesus first, and when it's seeking his kingdom and his treasure, his glory, all of those things, then these other things that tend to cause us worry, these things that we know are temporary, even the people that we love, like we're temporary, right? And if my heart is so wrapped up first in my kids, in my bank account, in my stuff, in all of these things that can be taken from me, what happens when, as they inevitably will, they fail me? They're taken mm -hmm. from me. They're no longer a part of my life anymore, right? Am I treasuring the kingdom of God first? And can I say, no, God is going to take care of those things. That's not my job. Mm -hmm. Right. We're stewards. But ultimately, like you said, we don't own our kids. They belong to the Lord. They're his before they are ours. Mm -hmm. It actually makes me think of, um, you know, repeatedly in the Gospels, and I, I've been reading through the Gospels, faith comes up all the time. Oh, you of little faith. Oh, you faithless generation. Oh, you of great faith. Mm. Jesus talks about it a lot. And I think about the way God has been faithful to me and how I repeatedly, when I elevate and I tie my heart to the things of this world, it causes me to be faithless because I know I'm finite. Mm -hmm. I know that I can't control my situations. I know that I'm going to fail at times, and that causes me to be faithless. But instead, when I tie my heart and my my, I'm focused on the treasures of of eternity and of Jesus. When I when that is rightly ordered, I know He will be faithful. Right. And I want Jesus to look at me and say, "Oh, you you have great faith." Mm. I don't want him to look at me and say, oh, you have little faith. Look back at your life. Look at all the times you relied on yourself and you didn't treasure first my kingdom. Yeah. And I think I think what you see there, like what you're talking about, is just the, the worry, the anxiety, and the great lengths that we will go to as human beings to protect our earthly treasures, right? Because we know in our hearts, we're not safe. It's not safe. Mm -hmm. Those are not safe places for us to uh, primarily rely on. That where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. So if we're putting our heart 
our love, our desire, our longings, our wants, and, and we're looking for those things to fill us up and to meet our needs, first off, they're going to fail us. And second off, they're, they're temporal, right? Mm-hmm. So we know, we really know as human beings that like, like that's why we worry about those things mm-hmm. because we know that they are not safe. But Jesus mm-hmm. offers us another solution. He says that, that heavenly treasure cannot be stolen. It doesn't rust. We're never going to lose it. And that, mm-hmm. when we put our heart in those things, we're safe. So the other question we have is, how is your heart safe when it loves heavenly treasure? And how are you protected by it? I told you before we hopped on here, I said, Natalie, you need to answer that question. And you're going to. But <laughs> as you were re-asking it there, it just makes me think about the truth of like your heart really does get tied to things. Mm-hmm. So when you are in the word, when you are praying, when you are in community with other believers, when you start to think about your neighbors as folks who you want to know Jesus, when you start to see things from a kingdom perspective, your heart gets tied into those bigger picture things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just really cool. I've seen that in my own life recently where my heart really does tie up to kingdom things when I make make that my priority. So it's a, I think one of the greatest um examples that I've I've you know heard it's like give your money to something and then watch how much you care about it. If you if we're talking about like giving to um an organization, you know, it's like you put your money there. Now you're tied there. You're like, well, how, what did, what happened with that? How was, mm. you know, young life camp? I, I donated to help get the bus to go to camp. How would, how did young life camp turn out? You mm. know, you get invested where you put your heart or your mm. heart becomes invested where you've put your treasure. Mm. That's a good word. But I want you to answer it too. <laughs> Um, well, I think, you know, ultimately Jesus loves us and he wants us to have our hearts in the right place because that is for our human thriving. And when our hearts are chasing after, uh, things that we can lose and when we're trying so hard to protect those things, we are just chasing our tails and it's not for our thriving. But when we are chasing after Jesus we're following him and we're seeking his kingdom first, right? The opposite happens. Instead of our hearts trying to protect our earthly treasures, our heavenly treasures are protecting our hearts. So we are now, instead of worried and anxious and, and planning and striving and, and you know just doing every possible thing to make this work, all of a sudden, We're not worried as much about those things because we're worried about Christ, because we're thinking about him, because he is our focus, because his kingdom is most important to us. And when we do that, when we make that perspective shift, even in the passage just right after this, Jesus talks about how the eye is the lamp of the body and, um, you know, what you're focusing on either brings light or darkness into your, into your heart right? So if the things that I'm looking at are dark, if they're not, if they're not filled with the light of Christ, then how dark is that darkness in my heart? Whereas if I'm focused on Jesus, I'm focused on his kingdom, then how bright is the light inside of me? How Mm -hmm. beautiful that is. And that's what Jesus wants for us. He's not telling us not to treasure earthly things because he's a killjoy. It's not like we shouldn't have a, a bank account at all or own things or whatever. 
No, 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 no. He says, seek first my kingdom and then all these mm-hmm. things will be added unto you. Can you just real quick, mm-hmm. what does it look like practically to do this, would you say, in your life? You know, it's interesting because I just had a conversation with one of my kids about giving <laughs> and they were like, why would I do that? <laughs> I was like, okay, I feel like I failed you as a parent. Um, but I'm like, again, it's like when you give towards something, your time, your talents, your money, you are saying- Praying for things. When you're praying for things, yes. What you're saying is this thing is more important than these earthly treasures. So I think one really practical thing we can do is we can give away ourselves, give away our treasures, not hold so tightly to them that they are the thing. And so I think we have a question actually at the end of our card that says, what are you treasuring? Think about how you spend your time, money, and attention. Do you find yourself more afraid of losing earthly treasures than your spiritual health? Like, I think that's a really great question to leave us with as we consider this verse. It's like using this verse as a diagnostic in our lives for what am I treasuring? Where is my heart? And this is the thing is like, just because Vera and I are on this podcast, it does not mean that it means we actually feel this maybe more intently. <laughs> like I see my failure more because I'm like, oh shoot, I got to teach this. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. I'm, I'm definitely treasuring the wrong things. So, so we're right in the same boat with you. But when you recite this verse, as you meditate on it, and memorize it, allow it to expose your motivations allow it to reveal to you where you are treasuring. And we all do treasure things of this earth and ha- and ask the Lord, like, God, please help me to treasure you first. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's where I would leave us with. I love that. It's a good, it's a good thing to, to, to use the verse as a, as a diagnostic. That's great. All right, lady. So I just love you so much. Thanks for joining me today. This was good. We'll it's be back next good. month. <laughs> We will. (laughs) Bye, V. Later. Hey, I know you know that we love memorizing Bible verses over here as well. And all month long, we are talking about a Bible verse. But did you know that we have a membership where you actually get a kit in the mail that comes with temporary tattoos, a key tag, and a print that has this month's design on it. And it's always just the most beautiful design. But those temporary tattoos and that key tag and that print, those are visual reminders all throughout the month to help you remember and dwell on this month's verse. So go to dwelldifferently.com and check out our membership. 